Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys because this could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEELS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code FOODHEELS. Food Heals Podcast, episode 103. What that does, like from a primal standpoint, is like it's giving off these like pheromones to the opposite sex or a mm-hmm. partner that's saying she's already taken, she's already pregnant, so <laughs> I would be interested in her. And I'm like, oh my God, that would explain so much of my dating life. <laughs> Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Hills Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately. All right. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Susie Hardy. Today's guest is Kate Kordsmeyer. Kate is the founder of Root and Revel, an online editorial destination delivering inspiration to help people like you, like us, live a more balanced life. She began her professional career as a copywriter for Neiman Marcus before becoming a full-time freelance food and travel writer and recipe developer. Today, you can find Kate's work in over 100 magazines, newspapers, and websites, including USA Today, Travel and Leisure, Wine Enthusiast, Real Simple, and Cooking Light. That's an impressive list. Those are, a lot, those are things I read. I get Real Simple and Cooking Light. Yeah. I can't wait to find out more. But before we get to our interview with Kate, we have to tell you about today's sponsor. Our sponsor today is Thrive Market, which I am completely and totally self-admittedly obsessed with. (laughs) Thrive Market (laughs) is a membership-based online shopping club on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. For less than $5 a month, which is $59.95 annually, Thrive Market members can buy the best-selling healthy foods and wholesome products in everyday sizes. And it's always 25 to 50% below retail prices. And you can't say that for these other grocery stores, right? It's like Costco and Whole Foods had a baby. It's like a super healthy, large-sized baby at affordable (laughs) prices, right? (laughs) Exactly. And Susie, I'm also about to blow your mind right now because did you know that they have essential oils for like 43% off retail price? What? (laughs) really i swear i did not know that and i do i work with essential oils all the time they're very healing and they're very costly because it takes a lot of plant to make an essential oil so the fact that they can find a way to make it affordable that's amazing Susie. i just bought lemon essential oil for four dollars i don't believe you (laughs) i'm gonna have to go order some myself i don't believe her Look it up. It's true, Food Heals Nation. I would never lie to you. And when you become a member, thrivemarket.com will donate a free membership to a low-income family, a teacher, or a military family because they believe that we should all thrive together. And I just love that. 
That's awesome. Like that's the future of companies, right? It really is. They're really like putting out a model that everybody can get behind. It's sustainable and it's helping everyone. You never have to pay full price for healthy food again. Go to thrivemarket.com slash foodheals to get your three-month free membership plus 15% off your first purchase. Three months, Food Heals Nation. They told me that they usually only offer one month or two months, so we got three. Thank you, Thrive. <laughs> so start shopping now and save on your favorite natural, wholesome products delivered straight to your door for free. That is thrivemarket.com slash foodheals. Next up, our interview with Kate. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. Today we're here with an amazing guest, Kate Kordsmeyer. Kate founded Root and Revel after healing her polycystic ovarian syndrome, her leaky gut syndrome, insulin resistance, and hypothyroidism with a natural, holistic approach. A food writer and a food lover, Kate believes strongly that life is not worth living without a little junk food, but she's also seen firsthand the power of nutrition and how much the food we eat affects the way we feel. After her diagnosis, Kate was blown away by the rapid transformation she saw in her own body from simple, natural, and holistic lifestyle changes. The food she ate and the natural products she used and the toxic products she tossed have helped her live a near-symptom-free life, and she wants to share what she's learned with the world. I can't wait to hear all about this. Welcome, Kate. Hey, thanks for having me. We're so glad to have you here. So you have quite the story healing yourself from PCOS, and we would love to just hear from you from the beginning how it started and really what was the process of healing yourself? Oh, man. Honestly, it was a really long process. At least it felt long at the time. Now that I'm looking back on it, I'm like, I guess it was just over a year. Mm -hmm. But I started having health issues long before I even realized I had PCOS. And I didn't even really think that was going to be what my issue really was. I was having a lot of digestive issues to start. And that's kind of what put me on this whole journey that ended up in me being diagnosed with PCOS and hypothyroidism. And then I kind of found this natural approach to treating it with food and supplements. And it worked. And it was the only thing that worked. So it was really kind of crazy. And how did you come across it? How did you start looking for these types of holistic cures? Yeah. So for many years, I've suffered from chronic constipation Mm -hmm. and um, heartburn and acid reflux. But I kind of just thought it was like normal and I didn't really do much about it. I just kind of lived with it like this is just how it's going to be. And on my wedding day, actually, a couple years ago, I got this horrible bout of nausea that came out of nowhere and I had no idea what was going on. I honestly like wasn't nervous. I wasn't having second thoughts (laughs) and I just was so nauseous and After my wedding came and went, and fortunately, I was able to get a prescription for an anti-nausea medication, and that that helped in the moment. But after that happened, it happened two more times, which made me realize that it really wasn't, you know, nerves like everybody kept saying it was, that there was something going on. I was getting this, like, very unexpected, extreme nausea. Sure. And so... I went to a doctor and she diagnosed me with IBSC, which is basically like a constipation-induced 
form of IBS. Mm -hmm. But she referred me to a gastroenterologist who also thought that's what I had, but thought maybe it could be a couple other things. And so when I was 27, actually, I had a colonoscopy. And um, I I was convinced that I had colon cancer and I was dying or like something horrible was going on. Oh, how Um, stressful. (laughs) God. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so it was it was very stressful, but fortunately, they didn't find anything like that. And so they just kept putting me on all these like scary, expensive prescription medications that had horrible side effects and honestly, they didn't work. And so I decided to go off all the meds and try something new, and I felt like I just needed to see what my body was going to do naturally. And so I had been on birth control for you know, like a decade. As most women are. Yeah, it's crazy how many women are on it and continue to stay. I mean, I, I was using it for birth control, but that's, yeah, a whole, a whole well, big aside. But, I'm, I'm going I'm to interrupt you, Kate, because this is an important point, especially because we have so many female listeners and especially because from my own experience, when you go to your gyno at whatever age, it's almost like a given. It's like, why aren't you on the pill? Right. And for myself, I grew up with a mother that was like, do not go on the pill. There, It's carcinogenic. You're messing with your hormones and I don't want you to do it. And my mom was a firm like kind of 70s believer of non-toxic stuff putting in your body. Yeah. That's a horrible right. – sp- I want to rephrase that. My mom was a firm <laughs> believer of not putting toxic stuff in your body. And if something says, yes, may cause cancer, then it's toxic. And it's amazing to me that gynecologists – prescribe the, I mean, it's almost like when I moved to Los Angeles and I had a new gynecologist and she found out I wasn't on the pill, it was almost like she shamed me. Like, like, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? Yeah. But it is serious stuff. I mean, when you're messing, your hormonal balance, whether you be male or female is a delicate thing. It's very, it's like, it's like a ballet. And when you come in and take the pill and I'm not judging, some people do take it for other reasons besides birth control or it just works for them. That's fine. But I always knew for myself, I didn't want to be on it. And I was on, and I was shamed for it. The doctor yeah. judged yeah. me for not being on it. So I, I don't blame you. You know, it's almost an accepted form of like, that's the way you are a woman in the modern day and age. Today. And, then, and then the religious zealots blame, uh, judge you if you are on it. So you can't win. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lose-lose situation. And even if you don't want to acknowledge that there's a risk of cancer with birth control. The fact of the matter is that it is altering your hormones synthetically. And so it is masking a lot of issues that I had going on that I didn't even know. And I would never have known if I had stayed on it, but they could have gotten way worse. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't have known what was going on because I had this kind of like veil of hormones. And Um, And I don't think that doctors explain to young women, especially what it does to your body. It signals your body that it is pregnant constantly so it doesn't ovulate so that you don't get pregnant. But your body is not supposed to be on this constant pregnancy alert. And yeah. It, uh, you is know. that why people get like moody and not feeling well? That's why they gain weight. That's why they can lose their sex drive. That's why, I mean, your hormones are a delicate balance. And yeah. I gained 20 pounds. Like I went on it when I was about 18 because everyone was doing it. Exactly. And I know that's mm-hmm. not a good reason, but literally it was like you turned 18 and if you weren't already on it, you got on it was in my it, town. Was it like your friends and peer pressure? Was it the doctor? Or no, was even it my mom was like, I and think you need mom? to get on it. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. just everyone. It's, it's a given. It's like if you're a young woman of uh, reproductive age, you should be on the pill. Yeah. Well, I did read this really interesting thing once too about birth control and what it does like evolutionarily speaking, where 
it's basically, like you said, it's tricking your body into thinking that it's pregnant. And so what that does, like from a primal standpoint is like, it's giving off these like pheromones to the opposite sex or a mm-hmm. partner that's saying, you know, she's already taken, she's already pregnant. So <laughs> don't be interested in her. And I'm like, oh my God, that would explain so much of my dating life. Wow. <laughs> That's why they all call us bitches. That's amazing. <laughs> Kate, I've never heard that perspective before, but that makes so much sense because pheromones are real. And those are the chemical hormonal signals we give off. Everybody has them. Some, you know, that's why we're attracted to some people. They say it's because uh, you're more attracted to your partner who has a very different immune system pheromonally so that you can have healthier offspring. I mean, there's a lot going on there. It's all relating to evolution. That is fascinating. I never even thought of that. Yeah. When I read it, I thought the same thing. I was like, that makes so much sense. But yeah, it never occurred to me that it was like, oh, you're constantly sending out like messages that are saying, I'm pregnant already, so nothing to see here. Like, (laughs) move along. (laughs) Move along. (laughs) But I kind of had the opposite experience. So when I went on the pill, a lot of the symptoms I was having when I was like 16, which were like super heavy, long periods, very irregular, acne, all of those things helped, you know, were helped when I got on the pill. Which is also prescribed for those things. Doctors use it as, you know, a birth control. Oh, if you're having all of the this other other stuff, this can help, but they don't tell you what you might be sacrificing or what you might be putting on the line. Right, exactly. And so not only that, but I mean, it's not really, it's helping in a sort of superficial sense that it is diminishing those symptoms, but it's not curing the root cause. So you still have whatever the problem is that's causing that originally. Exactly. Um, So when I went off the pill in the first six weeks of going off the pill, I gained 12 pounds in six weeks, like, Mm. and changed nothing else about my diet. My face broke out. Like I had the worst acne I'd ever had. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get my period for like three or four months. Mm -hmm. And then when I finally did get it, it was really irregular. So I knew that there was something really wrong with my body, or at least that my body's telling me something was wrong after I went off the pill. And that's kind of what led me down this whole natural holistic path. So you're going down the natural holistic path. And how long did it take for you to start to see changes? And what types of holistic things were you doing? Yeah, so I mean, I started first by just finding um, a holistic doctor. And I live in Atlanta. And so I found one near me here. And it was great because she's an MD, but she has her own like holistic integrative medicine practice. That's exactly like my doctor. He's integrative. So he practices both, but primarily holistic, but he can lean on Western medicine when it's necessary. Yeah, exactly. And I really like that approach because obviously Western medicine has done amazing things for humanity. But it's not the only solution. And I think it's really great when a doctor can say, hey, you know, I could prescribe you on this and it would probably make you feel better. But if you can be patient um, and you can dedicate the time and energy that you need to to healing yourself naturally, I really think we could do that this way. Well, you know, Susie and I agree. That's why you're on the Food Heals podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah. I I say uh, this often, and I'm sorry, Food Heals, if I say it too much, but I just think it's a really important point because it was an aha moment when I realized it in that Western medicine is always looking to statistically cure people. That means like if you have an issue, say polycystic ovarian syndrome, which Kate dealt with, and you have this blue pill 
And if that blue pill doesn't cure 80 or whatever percentage of people with the polycystic ovarian issue, then it either works or it doesn't work. But they're looking to statistically heal everybody with that issue with that one drug. And they don't look at your diet. They don't look at your history. They don't look at if you're on birth control that, you know, and it's a really important point to realize. And it's just the way they're trained. I have a fantastic sister-in-law that is an MD and she's great at what she does. She works in an ER, but you have to realize how they're trained and what they're looking at. And if you're looking to heal yourself, which is to tap into your body's natural ability to fix its own problems, then it's a different story. Then you have to look at everything. You have to look at the holistic approach. Yeah. And I was a total skeptic. I mean, you know, I've been a healthy person overall in terms of like diet and exercise. I mean, not as much as I am now, but I was like, there's no way that eating more broccoli is going to help. I just can't believe that. And it's been amazing that it really has. And like I said, it's been the only thing that's helped that I've tried all of these other prescriptions and, you know, quote unquote, proven medicines, and they didn't work for me. And they all came with, you know, their own slew of side effects that I didn't want to have. So what was the turning point for you that you did turn to the broccoli? (laughs) I think when nothing was working. (laughs) So when you still felt unwell, or you didn't feel good enough? Yeah, when nothing was working, and I just felt like, I mean, honestly, it was like a last resort. It was like, all right, maybe there's something to this. I'm just going to go down this path. I'm a food writer by trade. So like quality ingredients and the whole farm to take, like that's part of my mantra anyways, but not as, I just didn't really think that it would make such a big impact just with honestly some pretty simple changes. But were you a food writer before you made this change in your health? I am still a food writer. You were, but were you were you before? Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I've been a food writer for about seven years. Because that's an important point. Because we have a lot of people on our podcast that once they found the broccoli, then they became a food writer <laughs> or a blogger. But that's an important point that you did it before. That's pretty. That's rare for our the people that we have on. And Just how did to yeah. clarify? Yeah. And how did your writing change? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's changed a lot. I. I always say like I was, I used to be just in search of the most delicious thing Mm -hmm. and I still need my food to be delicious. And I feel like that's what kind of brings a unique perspective, especially to Root and Revel is like, I'm never just going to be like, here, eat this bland piece of food because I have to have it be like, I feel like everything I eat has to be like, that's the best thing I've ever eaten. Yeah. And, <laughs> but now I just like, I avoid some ingredients more or I really like, I very consciously or I make a very conscious effort to eat more fruits and vegetables with every meal. And I feel like I'm always thinking about like, how could I bump up the vegetable content of this dish, which before I was just eating it, however it was supposed to be eaten or sure, sure. the recipe, that kind of thing. And so another thing you did was you tossed out your toxic products. So what kind of products are you using now? Do you make your own? Are there certain brands you use? Yeah, I mean, it's a combination. That was one thing that I feel like people still kind of like roll their eyes and think I'm just like some 
dirty hippie who like doesn't wear deodorant or something. <laughs> um, but I, I do. I wear deodorant. It's just super natural. It's called Primal Pit Paste, and it's made with like <laughs> baking soda and essential oils, and it's awesome. And it's not actually supernatural. It's super natural. <laughs> yeah. Yes, good distinction. In case you're thinking about ghosts, the ghosts aliens. didn't make aliens didn't make the deodorant, right? <laughs> no, right, right. Can um, we do that? Yeah. So I, I do a combination of like, um, I make a lot of my own stuff, which I was really intimidated about going into it. But honestly, if you can like pour liquid into a bowl and stir it, you can make your own skincare products. It's so easy. And it's really fun. It's like a great thing. I do it around the holidays sometimes to like give people like salt scrubs and lotions. And I don't do it every year because I'm just lazy and busy. But when I have done it, it's so fun and rewarding. It is. You know, do that instead of going to Bath and Body Works. Like instead of going to the mall, make your friends some stuff with coconut oil and salts. Cheaper too. Yeah, it's super cheap. It's so much cheaper. I've saved so much money since I started making my own. Do you have any recipes you can give us? A quick recipe that you like? Yeah, let's see. I mean, my favorite recipe that I make is probably this DIY moisturizer. I mean, I use it every single day. It's the best moisturizer. And honestly, it's just coconut oil, shea butter, and olive oil. Exactly. And How easy is that to make? Yeah. Three ingredients. Just like melt it down and then so you can store them all together and then put it in the fridge. I pop in like 20 drops of essential oils. Mm-hmm. So whatever my skin needs at that time, like sometimes I'll use some that are more like antibacterial, like tea tree oil or something more calming, like lavender, rose, and it smells amazing. And it's so easy. And it's so simple. You don't have to worry about anything you're putting on your skin. Like you could eat it. Yes. I love those types of recipes. So going back to your story, how long were you suffering? How long did it take you to make the changes? And then how long have you been better? Okay, so let's see. I mean, I would say I was suffering for with digestive issues for probably like at least five years. But with hormonal imbalances, I didn't really, I mean, I was always suffering with them, but I didn't really realize that that's what it was because of being on the pill. So when I went off the pill, it took me 65 days to get my first period. Wow. And for the next four months, I only got my period like every, or next four cycles, I'm sorry, I only got my period like every 45 to 50 days. Mm-hmm. So I would say that I was kind of, you know, not full on suffering during that time, but I I was having still hormonal issues and my acne was still really bad. And then around the sixth month after being off the pill, I started getting my period every 30 to 35 days. And now it's, it's about that still today, which my doctor says is perfectly healthy. I mean, I'm not looking to get pregnant right now, but I, I track everything like a mad woman um, because I, I really want to cure myself of these issues. And so even though I'm not trying to get pregnant, I take my temperature, I take ovulation tests every month, and I, I track everything this awesome app called Glow. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm ovulating every month now, and I get my period pretty regularly and within a, a healthy range. So I would say that coupled with the fact that I feel amazing, the best I've ever felt, and my hormone levels continue to improve. But it, it took about, you know, nine to 12 months before I really felt like I was 
cured, so to speak. And during that time, it seems very long, but that's actually really quick in the scheme of things. So congratulations for doing that Thanks. in under a year, you know? Thanks. I mean, it was in some ways really hard, but honestly, it's like there's nothing more important than your health. So when I knew that I, when I could see little progress little by little, it was easy to keep going and be like, this is worth it. And and when you feel good and you finally feel good after feeling bad for so long, it's like, oh yeah, this is worth it. Absolutely. And so what advice would you give someone? Because we get questions about these all the time. And there's people asking about PCOS, there's people asking about leaky gut, people asking about insulin resistance, and people asking about thyroid issues. I have them all. I know. So (laughs) what advice would you give someone like, where can they just get started? What are some resources for them? Like, what would you tell someone who was email like the people that email us and please answer their questions for us. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I mean, the first thing I would say is try to find a holistic doctor who will run all the labs that you need to have done regularly. I mean, I don't know why doctors are so, you know, averse to like running some blood work and seeing where your hormone levels are, but you should be getting them done like every six to eight weeks, I feel like, and monitoring things closely and seeing what you're doing. So I would say the first thing would be to do that. Honestly, read books, listen to podcasts like this. Like I am a journalist through and through. And when I was diagnosed, I was just like, head down in the books, like researching nonstop, trying to understand. I mean, first, like, what does this even mean? What is actually happening in my body? And once I figured that out, it made it so much easier for me to like treat it because I I understood what was really going on. Yeah. And when you say a holistic doctor, I just want to point out that can also be an integrative doctor because sometimes Mm -hmm. you can Google one thing and they won't come up because they're tagged as integrative. And whatever it is, it's like you need someone that understands Eastern and Western philosophies and really understands healing through nutrition. Yes, exactly. So interview your doctors. Some people will advertise. There's like dentists that advertise as holistic dentists, and they are not holistic. They're just advertising in the holistic magazine because they know it's trendy. So just because Mm. you Google someone, like ask people. And if you don't know anyone, then go to Google, you know, and then interview your doctors. Your doctors are working for you. If you don't feel good about the situation, move on and find someone else. Ask everyone you know. You know, I mean... Not everyone. Don't ask the person that you know. You won't get a response. Well, it's like finding the right hairstylist. You are right. Allison's right. They are working for you. And I think certain doctors come at patients as this, this is what I know, and this is what is going on with you, and this is how we're going to deal with it. And if you ask questions or make them work harder than they need to, because they, you know, they're in it for money as well. It's their job, and they need to see patients. And sometimes it takes time to heal people through more of a holistic approach. It's a lot of detective work. It's a lot of backstory. And what is your diet? And what has your trauma been? What is your stress? Yeah, exactly. What is your trauma? And, you know, you have to find someone that is willing to answer your questions, work with you, not judge you or, you know, shame you as I've experienced with, oh, you're not on the pill. You should be. No, that's not my my choice. Right. Or dismiss you. Like that's what happened when I first went off the pill and was having all of these issues. I made an appointment with the gynecologist I'd been seeing for years. And when I told her, you know, I gained 12 pounds in six weeks, I have horrible acne. I'm not getting a period. She literally said to me, every year you just need to eat less and exercise more. You're getting older. Mm -mm. And I was like, okay, I'm getting a new doctor. Yeah. Clearly that's not what this is. I was 28. I'm not so old that I just can't. You You were 28. 
Yeah. You were 28 and wow. I like if you were like 48, I was like, well, maybe. But no, 28, no. 28. No. That's so ridiculous. And the thing is, is like there's so much out there about anti-aging and all this stuff. And it makes me mad because I do believe that we can severely slow. No one can stop aging. But we can severely slow. I think they're working on it, though. Yeah. And you can, <laughs> you can reverse it because you can get very, let's say, obese or very sick and then come back from that and feel better than ever. And you feel younger than you did five years ago. So it's not reversing aging because you're still older, but you're reversing your body to a state of where it was when it was younger and thriving. Yeah, exactly. I think interview your doctor to find out how they'll treat you, I guess. Because if your doctor is going to say like, oh, it doesn't matter what you eat. Goodbye. Find a new doctor. Good. Yes. Bye. Yeah, I'm, I've been amazed. I mean, that's that's what my gynecologist told me. And no, this isn't about nutrition or anything. She honestly said she's like, just go back on the pill until you're ready to have kids. No, and my, she and yeah. she honestly believed that. Go and ahead. and you yeah. have to realize where they are coming from. And again, I feel like I'm a broken record, but I'm going to say it and say it and say it again. <laughs> where are doctors coming from? When they go to med school, their med schools are not funded by vitamin companies and broccoli companies. They are funded by drug companies that give them grants or give them money. And their viewpoint is from that perspective. It is not from a holistic nutrition, energetic perspective. And we are physical beings. We are energetic beings. And we are spiritual slash emotional beings. Those are three bodies, so to speak. I'm doing air quotes right now. (laughs) So they, they treat the physical. But they don't even look at the physical portion of nutrition, what we are eating, what we are putting in our bodies. To begin with, never mind the spiritual, emotional, and never mind the energetic, which is everybody is like, woo, woo, that's crazy, but it's real. <laughs> that's why acupuncture works, and that's why insurance companies cover acupuncture now and, and other energetic types of In healing. certain cities. I'm learning. I was at a conference this week, and we were talking about this, and there's a lot of states that aren't covering acupuncture or chiropractic, but California is. Anyways, preach it, Susie. <laughs> I totally agree. Like, I preached yeah, it. Me too. <laughs> me too. All right, you guys, we'll be right back with Kate's tips for thriving on an 80-20 lifestyle. Food Heals Nation, if you're like us, you care a lot about the food that you put into your body because you know that food heals. The problem is that good, healthy food can be extremely expensive, but it doesn't have to be. That's why we were thrilled to discover Thrive Market. ThriveMarket.com is like the Costco for everything healthy online. That's right. It's an online shopping club offering the best brands and groceries up to 50% off retail prices. Ship nationally for free. They have brands that I buy all the time like Simply Organic, Garden of Life, Dr. Bronner's, Tom's, Nutiva, 7th Generation, Gaia, and so many more. So basically everything I'm already buying at Whole Foods, right? Exactly, but at 25 to 50% off. And you can easily filter everything by your preferences. Gluten-free, vegan, raw, non-GMO, organic, and even fair trade. But what I love most about Thrive Market is their charitable cause. For every paid membership, ThriveMarket.com donates a free membership to a low-income family, a teacher, or a military family. How awesome is that? This is a game changer, Food Heals Nation, because you never have to pay full price for healthy foods again. That's why we scored an exclusive discount for you. Yes, so check out Thrive Market and get two months free membership plus 15% off your first order. Join the movement at thrivemarket.com slash foodheals. 
You are listening to the Food Hills Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. All right, Food Hills Nation, we're back with Kate Kordsmeyer. Kate founded Root and Revel, a site for people who care about the quality of their food, where it comes from, how it tastes, and ultimately, how it makes you and the planet feel. The site promotes real whole foods that are as delicious as they are nutritious. I like how you said delicious. Delicious (laughs) as they are nutritious. Foods that are always short on chemicals and artificial ingredients, but never on flavor. Root and Revel is bursting with advice for people ready to celebrate life and explore the world, nourishing our bodies and our souls along the way. God, that is an amazing message. I love that. I know. I love it, too. Um, so Yeah, of course. So we're going to ask you all about Root and Revel. But first, let's talk about some of your tips for thriving on the 80-20 lifestyle. Yeah. So I think actually the 80-20 rule as I use it is not really how it was originally intended, which is like 20% of the work you do results in 80% of the results. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. And, I kind and, of flip it. Yeah. Which basically says that I just really believe in living a very balanced life and everything in moderation, including moderation. And so I apply this kind of 80-20 rule where I am as healthy as I can 80% of the time. And I just learn to let go and celebrate life the other 20%. I think that's amazing. And I like how you said moderation, even in moderation, because the problem is, is that moderation (laughs) gives moderation in moderation, moderation. because moderation gives us an excuse to be bad. And we're like, oh, well, this is my moderation time. And then if you're not tracking that time, your moderation ends up being 50% of the time. Oh, my God, I totally interpreted it differently. How did you interpret it? Almost like more of like a approach to life is like, because in my own mind, I'm always controlling myself. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't eat that. I shouldn't do that. I, I got to stay away from that. And it's more like not- I'm judging myself too much, but that's my own head. Yeah, that's that's so that's so I my moderation yeah. and moderation is like kind of enjoy yourself, give myself permission to enjoy a bit more. That's, but that's totally so- different. Oh, my God. That's so interesting. So that's where you're coming from. And I was coming from a different place. That's yeah. really, really interesting because I've been guilty of both. I've been what you're talking about, Susie, we're not giving myself enough moderation. And I've been too strict with myself and hard on myself. And I've also been at the point where I'm just like, this is that's this cupcake I'm... is moderation, yeah, moderation and that's what I'm fat, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think a lot of it too is like changing your mindset. Like when I first started trying to moderate, I feel like I would always call it cheat day or like cheat meal. Oh, this is a cheat meal as in C-H-E-A-T. And when I switched my mindset from calling it cheat, which was something negative to treat, which was something positive, T-R-E-A-T, I felt like I felt less guilty about it. Even though I might've been doing the exact same thing, it was like giving yourself that permission to just like have a treat every now and then and it's okay. Yeah, I totally get it. And I think that changing the perspective of it is good because if you have guilt around something, the food affects you differently because we haven't even gotten into the emotional component of this, right? And so if you're eating something joyfully and it's bad for you, it's not going to affect you as badly as if you're going, I shouldn't eat this. I'm so guilty. I'm such a piece of whatever garbage, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then you're not even enjoying it because the whole time you're just thinking about how terrible you are for yeah, eating it. You're just judging you know? yourself. Exactly. Yeah. For a long time, I was actually tracking it. Like I, you know, did the math and said, all right, if you eat three meals a day, seven days a week, then four meals can be your treat meals. 
And it wasn't like I had to get four treat meals in. It was just like I could go up to four Mm. if I wanted to. And it was helpful to track because I think like you were saying earlier, Allison, like when you're just like, oh, moderation and you're not tracking it, sometimes it ends up being like, oh, wait, half the time I'm eating like crap and or the majority of the time maybe. And you just think that it's like, but sometimes I eat, I eat healthy. And mm-hmm. But then I kind of got into the habit and now I, I don't really track it as much anymore. I just, I try to just try to be super healthy as much as I can, especially like when I'm eating at home so easy to be healthy at home and it's much harder when you go out. So now it's, it, that's almost more my mentality is like at home, I'm really healthy. And then I'll go out a couple times a week and, and I mean, more or less just get what I want to get. Yeah, absolutely. So what kind of supplements are you taking as you're on this journey to healing yourself? Yeah, there's been a lot and some I've gone on and then they've sort of served their purpose and I've gone off. But the the main ones, I would say the Ones that made the biggest impact, one was starting to take a probiotic. So simple. Which one do you like? Because there's so many. I know. There are so many. And there's Um, even ways of getting them. Like I just started eating a raw probiotic sauerkraut, which is from Sprouts. And I think they have it at Whole Foods. And what do you like? My doctor actually encourages me to switch every time I run out of one bottle. So mostly like once a month, I switch to keep different strains going. But I really like the Prescript Assist brand. I like Dr. Axe. He has these live probiotics that I like. There's a brand on Amazon I get called Pro 15. I'm always honestly kind of switching them. I really like the ones that have the prebiotic and the probiotic right. and that don't have to be refrigerated. Yeah, there's a Japanese one that I've taken for a while. I think it's called oh, – it's Pearl. It's like probiotic pearl or – and they don't need the to be pearls, refrigerated. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the refrigeration is kind of a pain in the ass, so sometimes I – I try to just find the ones that you don't have to. I have both. The one, the stuff in the refrigerator is a powder, and then I put that in smoothies, and then I have the pills that you can travel with and take in. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's good. And I also do fish oil supplements. That's been really great for my digestion and just reducing inflammation. And, you know, it's obviously great for your skin, your hair, and your nails, and, you know, the list goes on. And, I was taking a lot of different, well, not a lot, but I was taking a B vitamin complex and a vitamin D supplement. Mm -hmm. And I just recently switched, actually, my doctor has me switch to a prenatal vitamin instead, which again, I promise I'm not pregnant. (laughs) Yeah, no, a lot. Okay, if you are. (laughs) But a lot of women take the prenatal vitamin. Yeah, I've heard that, that, that they're richer, you know, that like the RDA, first of all, is so below what we actually need. I always laugh when I see vitamin, like, you know, 100% of your recommended vitamin C RDA. It's, you know, that's the government telling you how much you need and, and you got to find out what works for you. Yeah, what you, your body Especially with antioxidants, right. which vitamin E and C are. But yeah, I've heard that, I've heard uh, many women have success on that. Yeah. And what I had been on a B complex and tried a few different for like a year. And honestly, my levels were still really low. And then I just started doing the, methylated B12 injections at my doctor's office instead. And it is amazing the difference it makes. Like I feel like I have so much more energy since doing the injections. How often do you do them? Like I think I'm supposed to do them every six weeks or four to six weeks, something like that. I've done them sporadically throughout my life and I don't do them regularly. But whenever I do, damn, I feel better. They are supposed to get, yeah, vitamin B gives you energy. Yeah, and I guess it's a lot more easily absorbed 
through the injections mm-hmm. instead of taken orally. So I'm going to do that from now on. No, I think that's really a good point because I did the hair test recently and the hair test that I was really low in vitamin B. And so I got, you know, all the supplements and everything. But when I go get the shot, it really affects you like quickly. So I've done it before like a weekend of going out of town. Because you're shooting up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I've done it before a weekend of going out of town and like changing time zones and everything. And I swear it helps with even jet lag, you know? Yeah, that's a great idea. I'm definitely doing that in my next international trip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so those are kind of like my staple supplements that I feel like, honestly, I'm no doctor. So consult your practitioner before you do this. But like, I think everybody should be taking probiotic and omega threes and some kind of multivitamin or vitamin to match if you have any deficiencies. But then there's a lot of PCOS specific supplements that Mm. I take also that have been really helpful. One of them, which is so crazy to me, is called Estrodim, Mm -hmm. D-I-M, and it's literally like a natural supplement of cruciferous vegetable compounds. It's broccoli. like Cool. (laughs) It's broccoli in a pill. It's broccoli (laughs) in a pill. And with PCOS, I have really what they call estrogen dominance, so Mm -hmm. very high estrogen levels. And one month, I got my levels taken. They were at 262. Normal is below 100. So it was really high. And I started taking this estrogen supplement, and within a month, my estrogen level went down to 12. Wow. Wow. So it was crazy how how quickly it worked and how effective it was. I just want to define cruciferous vegetables for our listeners. Those are broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts. What else? What else am I missing? Cabbage. Cabbages. Yes. What else? I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. But you still have to eat them in food form. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think it's easy to maybe like trick yourself into thinking like, oh, I'm taking all these supplements so I can eat whatever I want. But it's that they only work if you're eating, you know, what you're supposed to. Yeah, it's not an excuse to then go get McDonald's. I had my vegetables in a pill. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now I get a burger. (laughs) No. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So the estrodim, I also take another form of a B vitamin called anesthetol. This kind of helps with insulin resistance and blood sugar levels. It really helps to regulate those hormone levels and balance. And since I, it's one of the things, it's kind of hard to say exactly which supplement specifically has helped the most because I've taken a lot of them at once. Kate, but I think it's... So I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, go ahead. go ahead. No, I had a question for you. I was just wondering if chromium was on your list of things to take for insulin resistance or how you came across this specific supplement. Yeah, the chromium, I've seen a lot, but my doctor actually had me taking anesthetol with choline instead. But there's so many natural supplements to help regulate blood sugar and insulin, like cinnamon even. Like I put cinnamon in my coffee every morning to Mm -hmm. help regulate my blood sugar because it's a delicious, easy way to eat cinnamon. I put cinnamon in my smoothies. And it's a specific form of cinnamon. It's got to be like, there's, I think there's two main strains. It's a specific one that's better than the other. I know this because my dog is diabetic and I give, and I give him cinnamon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not sure which, which one, but now you've got me like wondering, oh, I've been taking the wrong cinnamon this no, whole just, time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just looking, uh, you know, it, once you go down the rabbit hole, you could keep going, but um, there, there is one that's better than the other. I think it's Ceylon or the one from Sri Lanka that's better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The brand Simply Organic has several different varieties mm-hmm. of cinnamon. I'm a big fan of theirs. 
All right, so let's talk about Root and Revel. You've got this gorgeous website on the front page right now as a clean, green, protein smoothie that's all vegan and just looks to die for. Like my mouth is water. That looks really good. <laughs> yeah. What is that stuff on the side? <laughs> Thank There's you. chia seeds and what's on? What is that? What's hemp seeds. Hemp wow. seeds. Yeah, you've that got yummy. salads. You've got how to make your own cleaning products, DIY natural granite cleaner. So tell us about your blog and tell us what you do and how much time do you do. Is this your full-time job? Is this your passion? What's What's your website all about? Yeah. So like I mentioned before, I've been a freelance food writer for the last seven, seven or so years, which means that I am paid to write about food for magazines and newspapers and websites and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I have not had a blog during most of that time. I just launched Root and Revel actually in October of 2015. So it's still kind of new. Oh wow! But I really, after going through all these health issues and coming out the other side, I felt like I had so much that I had learned and that I wanted to share with other people. And I could have tried to, you know, incorporate that more into like the freelance pieces that I write for magazines, which I, I definitely have done some, but I really kind of just wanted to connect more with readers in a more personal way. Yeah. And, and to really like, honestly, to be the control freak that I am, which is like, I want to write the stories that I want to write the way I want to write them. I don't want to have to be, you know, beholden to like any advertisers or, or anything else. So it's just like, I'm just going to do, do this my way and, and invest kind of in myself. So it's not my full-time job, but it's a part of my freelance pie. I love it. And can Susie and I read your mantra? Yeah. Cook from scratch. Food is medicine. Team up with the seasons. Read and then read some more. (laughs) Embrace simplicity. Fill your home with music. Nourish your nest. Find what you love and be passionate about it. Celebrate the everyday and infuse it with beauty. Never stop exploring the world. Do good when you get there. Be consumed with gratitude. And create something. I mean, hell yeah. Can we steal that <laughs> podcast mantra? <laughs> I love it. Thanks. I'm, I'm also, I'm it. also, I gotten... I'm, I'm, oh, Kate, I, I'm no, don't be sorry. I'm always interrupting you. I love your DIY dryer balls, your wool dryer balls with essential oils. I'm doing that. Oh my God. It smells so good and it is so easy and it's so much cheaper and better for you and the environment. Well, I had a whole discussion with a friend of mine about the phthalates, phthalates in, phthalates in, thank you, in um, dryer sheets and yeah, they're just not okay. And so that, that looks brilliant. So let's go over that really quick. So those chemicals get into your clothes, which then go into your skin, which then go immediately into your bloodstream. And I believe... Kate, you can help me out here. They affect your hormones, don't they? Yeah. Phthalates are one of the um, largest endocrine disruptors that are found in like pretty much anything that is made with fragrance has phthalates in it, which maybe is an over-exaggeration. But the, the problem with fragrance is that it is an indisclosed mixture that brands don't have to tell consumers what they're putting in it because it's considered a trade secret. So and they also, it. and also, according to the FDA, and every you know, it's like a little bit is okay, but they don't take into consideration you have it in your dryer sheets and your perfume and your detergent and your shampoo, shampoo and your Everything. soaps, and, and then it adds up and then it, it messes up. up your endocrine system. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A lot of these things mimic estrogen in the body. So if you're somebody with PCOS, especially if you're hormonally sensitive 
and you're putting like fake estrogen into your body, it's going to really screw your system up. You know what? I want to do some podcasts about just the topics on your website. So we will contact (laughs) you about that because some of these are so important and we kind of, we talk about them, but we don't get in depth with them. Should I I ask her formally? Kate? Kate, will you come, will (laughs) you come back? Oh my God, I would love to. <laughs> so if yeah. I had a ring, I would give it to you. <laughs> How about a rose? I'll give you a rose. <laughs> an, an energetic rose. Kate gets a rose. Covered in essential oils. <laughs> yeah, so if anyone wants to know what we're talking about, go to rootandrevel.com, R-O-O-T and revel, R-E-V-E-L. And Kate, where can everyone else find you online? Are you on Instagram, Facebook? What else? Oh, yeah. I'm on all those places. Usually I'm at either Root and Revel or at KP Chords um, is like my personal one. Can you and, spell that? Yep. K-P-K-O-R-D-S. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And you can find me yeah, on Root and Revel or if you want to check out my writing career or anything else that I've done, you can just go to my writer's website, which is just katecordsmeyer.com. So, Kate, do you have a tweetable or a couple of tweetables for us? Yes. I am all about finding the balance between good and good for you. Love it. Perfect. Okay, good. Find the balance between good and good for you. Tweet it to Kate at? Root and Rebel. And tweet it to us at Food Heals Nation. Use the hashtag Food Heals Podcast so we can see your post. Kate, thank you so much for being here. We had a blast. Kate, thank you so much. Me too. I was such so much fun. We're having you back. (laughs) Can't wait. Food Heals Nation, don't forget to join our mailing list so you can get all the juicy details when we launch our Food Heals VIP Club. Yep, sign up today and we will email you a discount code that you can use to get 20% off anything in the club. The Food Heals VIP Club is a members-only club and holistic lifestyle brand where we will teach you strategies and classes in the fields of nutrition, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. All our favorite things to talk about. All of our favorite things. (laughs) The Food Heals VIP Club is something we've been working on for a while now, and we've just been putting our hearts and souls into it. It's been really fun and rewarding, and I just can't wait till we launch to bring you all this good stuff. So stay tuned for the launch date, but we are thrilled to bring you classes like how to do a juice cleanse, Or if you are looking to add more vegan meals into your life, we're going to give you the perfect vegan meal plan for ultimate health, longevity, and vitality. Or if you have a health business like we do, we'll teach you the exact strategies we use to get sponsors, how to use affiliate marketing to build your business, how to attract more clients for your coaching business, how to rock the world of social media, and just so much more. And of course, we promise to get a little woo-woo on you and teach you all about energy healing in our manifestation classes and guided meditations, like how to manifest more money, or how to release food cravings, and even how to attract the one. I think we should get woohoo on them. <laughs> <laughs> so go to foodhealsvip.com, sign up today. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately.